Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Blessed Journey. It seems like it comes around so quickly, doesn't it? But we're about to venture into a brand new lunar cycle. On the 15th of December will be our new moon. Now this is going to be a new moon in Sagittarius in preparing for the full moon that will be on the 30th, which will be in Cancer. Now Sagittarius is a sign of the future of travel, of getting out there and philosophy and, I guess, extending our um, view of the world, extending our knowledge of the world. It can be associated with universities, getting greater perspectives and all that type of thing. And then we look at, we always look at the new moon as being a great time for preparing for what we're going to focus on around the full moon. Now, the full moon is in Cancer, which is about family. So the contemplation that I'm going to pose to everyone to kind of sit with on the 15th, and it can be a really nice thing just to sit outside with a a black crystal, whatever crystal kind of floats your boat, um, and then an essential oil, you know, a strophilite, a tumbled strophilite, and maybe some magnolia essential oil are the ones that I've chosen to work with for this coming new moon. And then just kind of play with the idea of how you can expand yourself to bless those that you love the bless the people that are most important to you. And I think this is quite an interesting kind of idea that has been playing around in my head over the last few days. And I kind of came up with this saying, it just kind of dropped into my mind of, in my effort to please everyone, I've ended up pleasing no one. And this is a time when we are under so much demand to go to every social event and be at every single thing. And we spread ourselves so thinly that our social interactions were either buggered and tired or we you know we're worrying about when we have to leave to get to the next one and what happens is our interactions instead of being special they end up being you know really kind of insignificant we're not giving our best and and it's spread too thinly and so this new moon in Sagittarius could be a really good time as we jump into head-on into the holiday season of how can I give my best to those that mean the most to me How can I, you know, there's this often a term FOMO, fear of missing out. I'm going to give you another one to toy around with. JOMO, the joy of missing out. What could you let go of or what could you possibly say no to or what do you not need to attend in order to have some really deep and meaningful experiences? You know, I've been talking to friends who, you know, we went camping for a couple of days uh, last weekend, which was amazing. And one couple had to leave because they forgot they'd double booked themselves and they had a couple of events to go to on that Saturday night so while the rest of us all enjoyed a second night they had to rush off and pack up after the first night in the morning and you know didn't get the whole camping experience and when we spoke to them and said oh how was your events on Saturday night they said to be honest we should have really just stayed camping it would have been a lot more fun so that's the kind of thing that I want you to kind of play with in this idea of what 
how can we expand ourselves and how can we, we're always looking to expand and do something new, but does that mean we have to do everything? Do we have to make sure we're at every event and don't miss out on any opportunity? Or is there actually joy that comes in missing out on the occasional thing? As with each of our pre-New Moon episodes, we're going to be doing the readings, and I know that everyone loves to dive in and see what's coming up for you, so I've pulled cards. Of course, you can jump over to Instagram or Facebook, and I've got those images up if you want to see the images. Today, I've selected from my Crystal Connections deck um, a couple of other decks, such as Sarah Wilder's Animal Kin deck, the Tongue of the Trees by Elizabeth Ashley, um, a beautiful Angel deck, and... There's a couple of cards in there that are actually from my forthcoming Magic of Essential Oils deck. So if you jump over to Instagram or Facebook, this will be your first chance to see these. These will be out in early 2021. Also, of course, this is the first new moon of, or sorry, the last new moon of 2020. The next new moon is an exciting one. It will obviously be the new new moon of the new year of 2021 in January. And I am offering a three-day live interactive with me online course, getting rid of all this stuff we don't want to take from 2020, resetting and kind of preparing to take off as well. And I'll pop the note, the link down for that. That's called Emerge um, Into the Light. It's a three-day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, over the new moon period of letting go, recalibrating and preparing to relaunch into 2021 working mainly with essential oils, but we'll do some other activities and there'll be a good bit of crystal work in there as well. I've also got a calendar coming out for 2021 that comes with an e-course where you get a um, free interactive lesson with myself and co-author of my book, uh, Gifts of the Essential Oils, Vanessa Jean, once a month. So there's a couple of exciting things coming up in 2021 just to kind of get you in the good, um, in a good position. You know, again, as we're talking about all this spreading ourselves too thinly, I think now's a really good time, and this new moon's a really good time to really take a moment, just to pause and go, okay, what do I want to focus on in order to prepare myself and launch myself into a really good year? I don't want to start January exhausted, depleted, and had all these good intentions, but they've already fallen by the wayside. What do I want to focus on? And so that's what I've kind of created a couple of things that hopefully we'll be able to assist you with that, and the links will be in the show notes for this show. So... Let's dive in and have a look at what cards came up for each of the zodiac signs. Now, traditionally, we normally start off with Aries and work our way through the 12 signs. I'm going to mix it up from now on. We're going to start with, since it's a new moon in Sagittarius, we're going to start with Sagittarius and then we're going to go around the astrological wheel um, until we end up knocking out all the 12. So let's start with Sagittarius today. The card that came up for you, Sagittarius, is the buffalo, or more known also as the bison. So the bison, the American bison, or the American buffalo, is a migratory animal. So this is also a very heavy animal. So when this animal comes up, it often talks to the whoever this is for, and, and Sagittarius, this is great for you, in this, exactly what we've been talking about, how can you ground yourself and kind of not get too flighty and not be trying to be everything to everyone and trying to kind of just please yourself and do what you want to do? The interesting thing about bison and any animal that's a migratory animal, so this applies to bison, wildebeest, zebras, elephants, all that, and many, many birds as well, is in order to be able to successfully migrate year after year after year, 
They have to have an innate knowledge and connection to the land. And it's said that many of these animals almost can feel the magnetic pull of the land. And they also have to have this memory of the land as well. So they represent this ability to really hone in to what is important to them, what really talks to their soul. So Sagittarius, what I'm encouraging you to do right now is call on that inner bison and call on that strength and that resilience to do what is right for you. Not what is right for everyone else, not what everyone else is wanting to do, not what everyone else is doing, but what really calls you. Bison really encourages us to stop, to be slow. As a herbivore, they encourage us to eat a bit more simply. So watch what you're eating at the moment. And just, I guess, kind of prepare the vessel in this time. In your expansion, make sure that you're expanding in a way that you want to expand rather than not wanting to expand. Now, the crystal that always resonates really beautifully with the bison is smoky quartz. Smoky quartz is really calming. It's great for anxiety. It's great for stress. It's great for worry. One thing I encourage with smoky quartz is just to stop and pause and sit outside at night and just either speak out loud or speak in your mind or write out your worries. You see, when our worries are in our head, they kind of bounce around like um, like a pinball machine. Do you mean, and, we, and they're not linearized and they kind of seem all over the place. And what happens is we just feel mumbled and troubled and overwhelmed. But if we can actually speak it out loud is ideal, it linearizes it and it helps to put everything in a bit more manageable perspective. So smoky quartz and bison is really encouraging to do that, to ground, simplify and gain a bit of clarity. We recommend one essential oil that matches really nicely with the energy of bison. It would be myrrh. Now myrrh, sometimes not given as much attention as its counterpart frankincense, myrrh is a divine feminine oil and it really again encourages you to listen to your intuition, to listen to your inner guidance system rather than the promptings or the guidance of what other people want you to do as well. Now obviously the universe may be trying to communicate different things and it doesn't mean shut off to that, but just check in with whatever happens around you and does that feel right with me? A bison in its migratory path must trust that it is going in the right direction. It doesn't know, it doesn't have a map, it doesn't have anyone telling them that they're going in the right direction. It's just trusting, but they know within. So work with myrrh, which really helps us to feel comfortable trusting our intuition and and our gut feelings. Work with smoky quartz to ground yourselves a little bit, to just check in, and then success will come your way because you'll be going towards a way that actually really fulfills you. Okay, moving on to Capricorn next. And Capricorn, this month you got yourself an essential oil card and it is Yarrow. Now, Yarrow essential oil is available from doTERRA, my favorite brand of essential oils because of the the amazing work that they do in helping communities around the world, getting native oils, purity of oils and all that type of thing. And Yarrow is actually available in pomegranate seed oil. So it's known as Yarrow Pom. You have to be careful with yarrow essential oil because some yarrow essential oils are neurotoxic, which is definitely not something we we want to be playing around with um, or having too close to us or even within our house. But that is not the case with doTERRA's. There are other brands that are also not, but I really trust doTERRA's. So I would encourage you to work with yarrow as much as you can. Yarrow can be used, it can be used aromatically. This one doesn't have the most strongest aroma. Um, but it can be really nice popped in the hand and just inhaled to really help you connect with the energy and what it means. And I'll discuss it in a moment. Amazing for the skin. 
anointing it on the skin is absolutely amazing. And it has a very purging effect. And can, a couple of drops can be taken um, in, internally, and that can really help to purge what doesn't serve you. So Capricorn, the message that comes with Yarrow is it's time for you to step up, to awaken that warrior within. What I'm really asking you to do right now, or what Yarrow is asking you to do, since it has come forward for you, is to really come back to that light worker concept that I've spoken about in previous episodes. Now, a light worker is someone who shines brightly in the world and is brings hope, brings um, positivity, brings optimism, and helps to bring the best out of everyone. So we have had a troublesome time in 2020. It's been challenging. We don't need to harp on that again. But Capricorn, you are the sign of the, the worker, of the achiever, of the successor, uh, of the one who leaves a legacy. And right now, I really want you to step up and go, how can I leave a greater legacy? How can I be optimistic? How can I turn around different things and make them as good as they are in this moment, in this immediate time? There is a need for you to be fair, for, to be just, and to be balanced when Yarrow comes in. So, I, you know, Yarrow really resonates perfectly with Archangel Michael. So I want you to think of Michael. Michael is very protective, so know that you are protected with Archangel Michael around you at the moment, and with Yarrow essential oil, is a very protective oil. It's got a strong link to Achilles, the warrior, and healing, and that type of thing. So know that you are protected. Know that anything that does not serve you, it is time to just release that. Now, this may be in your personal life or it may be something that's happening in the family or around you. It's time to rise above that and be the beacon of light, to be that shining light. The crystal that would work really well for you right now is Quantum Quattro. Now, Quantum Quattro is this amazing crystal where it is Chrysocola, Dioptase, Shatterkite and uh, Chrysocola all growing on a bed of smoky quartz. So you get these beautiful greens and blues. And if you've got a chance, do some Googling and have a look at the beautiful images of Quantum Quattro. This would be a great crystal for you to work with from the new moon all the way up to the full moon to just help you release anything that's kind of holding you back, that's not serving you really well. Um, it's just time to purge that. It's time to purge the rubbish and the darkness and for you to really be a light bearer, a, a light worker, and to bring more light, joy, hope, positivity, faith, love, laughter, all the different things into the world. So right now, stop, have a look at your life, what's dragging you down, what's not working well, are you even finding that you've got thoughts or behaviours in your vibration that are, you know, are you bitching, are you complaining, are you whinging, it's got to go. Because remember, what you're getting right in this very moment, right today, is a manifestation of the energies you put out yesterday and the day before that, and so on. If you want to turn your life around right now, we must change our vibration, we must change what we're focusing on, and the future will become brighter. And that's what Yarrow is really encouraging you to do. So if you have Yarrow essential oil, especially that Yarrow Pom essential oil, what I'd recommend is pop a couple of drops in your hand each night with a bit of nighttime moisturizer and rub that over your face. And as you do that, affirm, I awaken the warrior within. It is time, Capricorn, for your warrior within to rise up and you to fight for what is right. Interestingly enough, for the next two signs, there's been a bit of a crossover in the cards that have come up. I'll explain that as we go along. So we're diving in now to Aquarius and we've pulled a card, well, I 
It's, it's just one of us. Um, although I am a Gemini, maybe we did both sides of the Gemini. Pulled a card from my Crystal Connections um, Crystal Keepers deck. It is Black Onyx. So for this month, or especially around the new moon, and black crystals are the best crystals to have around you on the new moon because they do have that introspective, pausing, quietness, stillness kind of energy. The black crystal that's come up for you, Aquarius, is Black Onyx. Now, Black Onyx can come up sometimes when there is a need for protection, when there is a need for protection from something that you're unaware of. So do take a moment just to say, hmm, am I missing anything at all? So that may be, you know, is anyone bitching or trying to betray you or cheating on you or stealing from you in, in some way or another? Just be aware of that. That can come up. It can also be aware of things that we're unaware of in our lives that are having a negative impact on, on our well-being. So are there toxins or behaviors or radiations or different things like that that are kind of draining you down. Black Onyx is a crystal that if I lived in the middle of a city, um, I'm very blessed not to now, I live in the bush, um, but if I did live in a city, I would grid Black Onyx around my house, probably in each windowsill, just to stop all that unwanted, unknown energy. Obviously, there's a lot of energy, electric energy from all the, and radiation and Wi-Fi, and all the people energy, the emotional energy and the mental energy that's flying around and the spiritual energy. And Black Onyx helps to protect you from that. So just take take stock with that Aquarius and make sure that there's nothing that you're unaware of that you need to kind of protect yourself from. And if you do feel you need a bit of protection, then Black Onyx is going to be a great crystal for you as well. Now, the other aspect of Black Onyx that I want to talk to you about Aquarius is I want you to talk about your magnetism. So the animal that really connects beautifully with black onyx is the spider. And what I love about spiders and what spiders teach us and what black onyx teaches us about is about allowing things to come to us. You see, onyx actually comes from the Latin word onux, which means nail. And the myth is that when Aphrodite was sleeping one day, her son Eros, when he was very young, got one of his arrowheads and poked at one of her nails and it, part of it fell off like a fingernail. And the gods didn't want any part of this beautiful goddess to perish, so they turned it into stone. And so onyx is associated with Venus. Now, whether it be Venus or Aphrodite, or it be the spider, think about this. Did they ever have to chase what they want? They don't. They allow it to come. Aphrodite always had men knocking at her door. And Spider, well, she spins her web, which is an extension of herself, and then she knows that she is good enough, and she allows things to come. So what I love about Onyx is, as I was just talking about a second ago before with Capricorns, Aquarius, what I'm going to encourage you to do is to pause. And in pausing, we're going to take a stop take. Imagine if you were to contact no one for two weeks and to reach out to no one. Who would reach out to you? Who would actually want to be in contact with you? Sometimes we live in a, in a way, in a life where we are told, if you want something, go get it. And we're always go, go, go. We're, we're not relying on our magnetism. We're not drawing people to us. We're chasing. And that chase can be really exhausting. And it doesn't give us a chance to get feedback from the universe of what we're actually attracting into our lives each day. So what I really encourage you to do is work with Black Onyx and allow your inner magnetism to draw what you want in. And if you aren't able to draw what you want towards you, whether that be interactions with people or events or money or whatever, then this is a great opportunity for you to check your vibration and go, well, why aren't I attracting that? 
What am I putting in my web or how am I spinning my web to catch what I'm catching? See, if you spin your web and no one contacts you for two weeks, have you got people that don't feel that they care about you or want to check in with you? If you're not getting any work, if you're not get, if something's not coming, have you set up your life where you do all the work and you do all the pursuing? You know, ideally in a romantic relationship, there should be equal give and take, where we give and we take. If you stop doing everything for a second and nothing comes back, then it shows that there's some inequality there and that you're give, give, giving and you're not, allow, you're not somehow allowing to receive. Whether you've chosen people or events or a life where you must bring it in, or maybe just the people of Android Jacks. It's time to consider that as well. So this would be a really nice one for you to just sit back, like Aphrodite. Know your gorgeous self. Know, Aquarius, that you are enough. You are magical. And if you're not attracting what you feel is in alignment with you, then it's just you haven't found your right place. And maybe it's time to do a little bit of a shuffle along and find where you are. Going to be, I guess, cherished and celebrated for the person that you are. Now, this leads us in to the card that came up for Pisces, and this is Myrtle Essential Oil. And I actually like to pair Myrtle, Onyx, and the Spider together as three gifts that work really nicely from the plant, the animal, and the mineral kingdom. See, Myrtle also has a strong connection to Aphrodite and Venus. Myrtle, you know, we've seen this um, beautiful picture of Aphrodite or Venus when she's been born, she's standing in that shell in the ocean. Now, if we were to go to the next frame of what happened next in that story, Aphrodite looks down and she realizes that she's naked. And she's like, oh, and she goes and hides in a myrtle bush. So the myrtle bush has long been associated with Aphrodite and her love and her beauty. And so for you as well, Pisces, myrtle is going to be a great one for you to connect in with bringing that beauty and that love back into your life. Myrtle is an amazing essential oil. It's great for the skin. You can pop a few drops either in your nighttime moisturizer or you can make what's called angel water. Now, to make angel water, you just need a clean spritz bottle, some pure water. Ideally, rainwater would be amazing or stream water, something real pure. Um, and a few drops of uh, myrtle essential oil and you spritz that all over the face. And it's been done for thousands of years and brides would do it on their wedding day and young women would do it to make themselves shine like the angels and connect with the angels and be beautiful like those angels. So for Pisces, the fact that um, Myrtle has come up for you, I'd really like you to focus on the beauty of the world. And Pisces are renowned for sometimes finding the harshness of reality a bit overwhelming and they'll kind of shield away or step back or, or retreat from the harsher aspects of reality. In a year that has been full of harsh realities, We've always got to look for the beauty. And the fact that Myrtle has come up for you, Pisces, it's what can you see that you that is beautiful around you? What are the blessings? What are you grateful for? That good old stereotypical question. But Pisces, really look at what are you grateful for right now? And Myrtle will allow you to do that. By using it in your skincare or even running it through your hair, it'll bring that natural allure and it will help you to bring more beauty into your life. Because Pisces do have that dreamer kind of energy around them. And they dream for a magical, wondrous, spiritual experience on this earth. And Myrtle helps to attract that. Just like Aphrodite does. Just like Black Onyx does. Just like the spider does. Protects us and draws in 
what only serves us. So Aquarius and Pisces, this is a time to look for the beauty, trust the beauty beauty within, especially Aquarius, trust the beauty within. Pisces, look for the beauty around you as well and allow that to fill your life. Allow that to fill your cup right now. Realize that that is what you really need and, and focus your attention on the beauty and the more you can fill yourself with that beauty, it will radiate, it will become one with you. And that will have a positive impact on the people around you, on your loved ones, and you'll light them up more. And they'll light the people they know up more. And that creates a wave, a ripple of love and joy. So really hang out with Black Onyx, both of you, Aquarius and Pisces, with Black Onyx. Listen to this, uh, this idea of that web and that magnetism and that spider energy, and then bring in a bit of myrtle essential oil. And both of you, Aquarius and Pisces, would really benefit from a little bit of um, angel water, spritz on the face. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's summer, it's great to be hydrating your face as much as you can, and the angel water would really help you to do that. Also really great, rubbed on the chest as well. Helps with the respiratory, just drawing in life to stop, pause, enjoy the moment. So a myrtle is a beautiful, it's um, white flat blossom flower, um, plant we get the oil from the leaves but the white blossoms so that connects it to the moon and I actually love myrtle for being um, a great oil for working with on the new moons as well so really spectacular kind of combo and I like that they kind of slide into each other and I hope that both Aquarian and Pisces you can see the guidance in what's come up for you in that message there Next on the zodiac wheel, we loop around and we go to who is known as the youngest zodiac sign and that is Aries now, Aries, we've been talking about, you know, all these very serious things about this inner magnetism. And for you, the crystal that has come up for you is sunstone. Sunstone is just about having fun, getting out there for the joyousness of it. And this is what I love about Aries is Aries have this great, playful, childlike energy. And they are at their best when they're out, when they're adventurous and when they're in action. So sometimes we can get a little bit serious, Aries. So I want you to look at, have you been getting too serious? Have you been allowing the stress of 2020 or the stress of the holiday season or the stress of something else in your life to drag down your energy? And I really want you to get outside and, you know, we forget the blessings that nature brings us, whether it be fresh air, fresh water, you know, any of these different things or just some sunlight. And I know that in places like Australia, we almost have a fear of the sun because of skin cancers and the harshness of that. But we also need to get a little bit of sunlight, maybe in the morning or in the evening, just to, you know, for our vitamin D and to help us bring that joy in. And sunstone, when that comes up, suggests get out there, get out in the sun, have some fun, lighten up, have a bit more, more joy. As you do that, expand your life. Sunstone is a masculine, it's a yang energy crystal, and anything that is yang is about expanding, like the sun, giving that heat, giving that warmth out. So go out, conquer new forms, go on different conquests, expand and get out there and just have a lot of fun. You know, the animal guide that comes in when I'm working with sunstone is the otter. And if you've ever watched otters, everything they do is playful. When they're fishing, when they're hunting, when they're swimming, when they're doing anything, they always seem to be having fun. Their life just seems like a bundle of fun. And bring that energy in. 
you know, Sunstone works really well with Jasmine. Now, Jasmine does have a lunar energy, but it also has a masculine energy. It's kind of when Vanessa and I were writing the Gifts of Essential Oils, what we wanted to do is we wanted to personify the plants to bring their energy and to help people understand the plant a little bit more and the energy of the plant. And we'd often call it a he or a she. Now, when it came to Jasmine, we were kind of a little bit caught because Jasmine is known as the king of the flowers, but Jasmine also has a very feminine, queenly energy. And what we realized is that Jasmine is a, is a dance between the two. Just like the full moon, the only reason the full moon is so radiant is because the sun is shining upon it. The moon is actually the color of dark asphalt or bitumen, like the color of our roads. But it's the radiance of the sun shining out that makes her glow, brings her to her full glory. And so it's that merging of the masculine energy and the feminine energy that makes the moon beautiful. It is the merging of the masculine and feminine that brings conception, whether that be conception of a child or conception of an idea, because the masculine drives forward the action and the feminine brings forward the, the color and the intuition and the feeling and the heart of it. It's the heart and the mind merging together. So jasmine would be a really nice one for you to play with, for you to dance with, um, as well as some of the citrus fruits. I think also wild orange essential oil would be another beautiful one because wild orange essential oil, when that comes up, it really asks you to ask yourself the question, what makes you happy? And I'll share something. I had a really great lunch with a new friend of mine who shared this idea from a philosopher and he didn't tell me the philosopher's name, but he said that we range on this pendulum swing between melancholy and depression. The depression is some, when we feel that we don't have something. And the melancholy is when we get it and we realize it's not as good as we thought it was going to be. Now, isn't that a bit of a morbid um, kind of approach that we just go from depression to melancholy, depression to melancholy, wanting something, oh, it's not that good, want something else, well, it's not that good. And I challenged him and said, but maybe then the things that we're wanting and the things that we're yearning for are not what truly fulfills us. And sunstone and wild orange really help us to find what truly makes us happy. So what I'm encouraging Aries to do right now is I'm encouraging you to go on an adventure to find what truly makes you happy. If you know what that is, then dive in and do it more. And if you don't, start the inquiry. And I'm going to put a couple of conditions on that happiness. It can't rely on other people or it can't rely on other object that you need to keep obtaining. Because when that's the case, it depends on those people. If you say, oh, well, my family, spending time with my family makes me happy. Well, if your husband or your wife is in a foul mood, or if your kids are playing up, then you can't be happy. So then your happy is dependent. And then we get on that pendulum swing again of wanting and not getting what truly fulfills you. So there's a bit of a journey, a bit of an adventure for you. So take your sunstone, look for the happiness, look for the joy, and go on that beautiful journey. When we are in joy, when we're happy, we are in alignment with our soul and what our soul wants us to do and what we're here to do on this earth. And remember that different things bring different people joy because every soul has a different mission. So Aries, your quest right now is to focus on your happiness, give it the attention, and by carrying a sunstone, wearing it throughout the day, focusing on the sacral chakra, having those more fulfilling intimate relationships, Sunstone can help with that as well. Expanding your friendships, expanding not necessarily the number of friendship, friendships, it's not about the quantity, but the quality. Really dive in there, Aries, and Sunstone's really going to help you to do that. 
Taurus. For you this month, we got an essential oil and we went for one of my cards from the Magic of Essential Oils Oracle out in 2021. You got basil. Now, where I use basil in my own personal life mainly is for adrenal fatigue. I try and cram a lot into my life and that's my Gemini nature taking over and, and that is a, a challenge of, you know, focusing on that FOMO rather focusing on, yeah, trying to bring in a bit more JOMO, the joy of missing out, and less FOMO because there's so many things that I want to try and want to do in that type of thing. So adrenal fatigue comes about when you're scattered and disorganized and again, trying to be everything to everyone and in the in result of that, you end up being nothing to no one. Basil is all about focus. It has a strong connection to Saturn. And remember, Saturn has its rings around it. So it's all about focus and discipline. Now, often when we think about discipline, it's like, oh, doing things I don't want to do. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here with you, Taurus, is I want you to focus on what nourishes you. Again, really bring hone that in and get really, really clear with that. I think at the moment there's been a, a scattering, maybe, you know, you are doing too much, your mind is scattered. Basil works really well with the third eye chakra, especially when there's been an overwhelmment or an overactive energy center there and there's too much information coming in. And it's time for you to kind of refine, 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 break down and go, okay, this is what I need. Simplicity is the key for you right now, Taurus. Find out what nourishes you, what delights your senses, what just makes you tingle. What do you love to look at? What do you love to smell? What do you love to eat and taste? What do you love to listen to? What do you love the touch of and the feel of? Bring that into your life. If you are able to find that harmony and that quietness within, you'll start to find some harmony in any relationships that are disrupted at the moment. If there is any relationship for you, Taurus, at the moment that is not going the way you would like it to do, it's because it's responding to the energy within you. I want you to try and find stillness within. I want you to just pause for a second. Wouldn't that be right now? And we can all do this. Whatever you're doing, even if you're driving, just do the minimal activities you need to do. If you're driving or walking. And just see what the energy within you is like. Is it buzzing? Is it erratic? Is it wild? Is it grappling? Is it kind of like a whirlwind? Is it excited? Or is it peaceful? And sometimes when it's been wild for too long, when the storm's been raging for too long, we become weary, disorganized, flustered, and we come totally off our track. And Basil really, our ancestors used to say, Basil helps to put a scorpion in the mind. I love that. Basil holds the energy of lightning. Lightning comes down to the earth with sheer power and it knows where it's going to strike. It doesn't go, oh, where should I strike today? It's like, bang, that's where it's going. It's got that power. You know, it works really well with the crystal petersite, which is the stone of the storm, the tempest stone. Again, that discipline, that focus in that kind of way. So basil is an amazing essential oil. I love to diffuse it to focus the mind. I love to put it on the third eye chakra to help focus that mind as well. Um, I've talked in the past about how to balance our chakras and test it with a pendulum. So Taurus, it might be good to focus on your third eye chakra, see if it's overactive and if it is, basil definitely. You wanna pop a dab of basil on your third eye chakra several times a day. Those, if you're feeling exhausted, if you feel adrenal fatigue may be the thing, what has really worked well for me is mixing a bit of basil and a bit of wild orange with fractionated coconut oil and anointing that or rubbing that on the back near the adrenals 
Uh, I also love to, in a big jug of water, I use doTERRA's oils, of course. I put one drop of basil, one drop of spearmint, and two drops of lemon and drink that throughout the day. And I find that has really helped to support me as well. Other oils, if you do need a couple of other oils, Tulsi is amazing, holy basil, as well as black spruce, especially using black spruce at night. Um, and even the adaptive blend, the stress blend from doTERRA, I find really, really nice as well. But for you Taurians, it is time for you to stop, focus, and have a bit of discipline for yourself. Do what you want to do rather than what you, what everyone else wants you to do. Kind of a theme that's kind of coming up over and over again. But I think that's quite timely as we get to the end of the year. Time as well for a break. We'll be back in just a moment. My name is Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. This is our New Moon Readings episode. Become a bit of a tradition here. Leading into each new moon, I pick a card either based on an angel, a animal, a crystal, or an essential oil to give each sign of the zodiac a bit of an idea of what they should be focusing on as they go into the new lunar cycle. We've already done six. We've done Sagittarius all the way through to Taurus, and thus we're going to start with my star sign, Gemini's. And this is a rather poignant one, Gemini's. We got Sugilite. Now, Sugilite is a crystal. It's a violet crystal. It is getting harder and harder to find. Interestingly enough, it's only found in a few locations around in Japan, a little bit in Canada, in South Africa. So if you don't have some Sugilite, it's worth looking for. It's worth adding to your collection and add it to your collection as quick as you can, because I think I find year after year it's getting harder to find. The beautiful Sugilite is a vibrant purple color. And it's interesting, for many years now, Sugilite has been touted as the love stone of this age. So it's throughout your rose quartz, and let's focus on Sugilite. The reason being is Sugilite helps to connect us to this idea of universal love. And this is the idea that love comes from the universe in many, many different forms, and you are always loved and always being supported, just maybe not in the way that you expect or that you want. So for example, you may be upset because you feel that your partner is not being loving enough. Why might that be? Well, they're not giving you enough attention because maybe they're doing long hours over the holiday season. But there's probably a sister or a friend who's calling you like, oh, not now, I'm in a bad mood. Someone else wants to give you that attention and ask you how your day was. Affection. You may not be getting affection from your partner for some reason as well, but then the cat keeps nuzzling up to you. The universe will always serve you and give you exactly what you need. We just have to be open to that. And Sugilite really helps us to do that. Sugilite also then allows us to release expectations on this person must be a certain way in order for me to feel loved. It allows us to just go, hey, I'm in the perfect place at the perfect time, being offered the perfect things. How are these serving me? Let's just shift my attention a little bit and let's really embrace that. So this is a really great time for you, Gemini, and anyone else who's really drawn to work with Sugilite at the moment to reevaluate your relationships and just let go of those expectations and enjoy what they are rather than what they are not. You see, Sugilite is associated with this idea of the violet flame. Now, the violet flame, when we think about fire, fire destroys some things and brings to new things, so it's transformational, and violet, of course, is the most spiritual color. So it's about spiritual transformation. Spiritual transformation, the violet flame, speeds up this process of letting go things that aren't serving us. Thoughts, words, conversation topics, all these different things that are lowering our vibration, 
and picking it up. And City Light will help us to do that. And as we change our vibration, as we focus more on things that make us feel good, that are more loving, are more appreciative, more grateful for the life that we have, our life gets better. Sugulite also has a really strong connection to spikenard essential oil, and spikenard essential oil really helps you to honor your magic within. If you're feeling unloved, don't just look outside of yourself, but also look within yourself. Are you loving yourself right now, Gemini? Are you giving yourself what you need right now? And that's one thing I've noticed, if I can speak from my own personal experiences, I've been getting frustrated at um, people in my life for not being there for me or not doing what I want and that type of thing. But then I realized I wasn't there for myself and that I was expecting them to make me happy. And when they weren't making that me happy because they were behaving in an inappropriate, in inverted commas, way, I'm allowing, I'm giving my power over, my happiness over to them. So Sugilite is a perfect card for all of us Gemini's to go, okay, let's love ourselves and cheer ourselves up. In doing that as well, Sugilite does let us just freely love. You are who you are and that's okay. And it, it, it really helps serve the community of just embracing people for who they are, not for who they're not. And the animal guide that really comes in with Sugilite is the beaver. Now, what I love about beaver is they build their dams and their dams aren't just for them and their family. That dam serves so many other animals in the ecosystem. Muskrats and other animals will actually hide in their dam, in their den part, the little hut bit. Um, I'm sure there's a proper name for it. It escapes me right now. During the winter, to escape and to escape from predators, the dams that they make, they create ponds where ducks can go and fish can breed and a whole range of different things. So Sugilat is love yourself and then allow that love to emanate through the world so that you're of service to the world. Think about what vibration you're, heart, you're nurturing within you, you're fostering within you, and then sending out to the world. So you like will really help to shift that in a way. So I hope that kind of helps a little bit, Gemini. That for me, I may have just been talking about myself for about five minutes then, Gemini, but that for me really, really kind of resonates strongly of how can we shift how we're approaching love in our life. Moving on now to Cancerians. And for Cancerians... We've pulled an angel card for you, and the angel is Raziel. Raziel actually refers to secrets of God. And it's said that Raziel actually knows knowledge or has wisdom because he works so closely with God or the divine spirit that he knows other wisdom that none of the other angels know. Raziel really helps us to understand those deeper mysteries of life, those deeper secrets of life. He helps us to understand the occult, the esoteric, the metaphysical, the spiritual, all those types of things, and also integrate the spiritual and the scientific so that we can understand more of how the world works. So when Raziel comes up, what I find, Cancerians, and this is for you, that you might be feeling a bit in a rut at the moment. And the rut can be, you can get yourself out of that rut by learning. Now this may be in the form of doing a new course, doing a bit of creative writing to express yourself or journaling, um, it often has something to do with um, the written word. So if you are buying for a Cancerian a book voucher or a really great book that you think will change their life or have a big influence on them, could be a good Christmas gift. There you go. I didn't think I'd slot any Christmas tips in today, but there you go. But if you are a Cancerian as well, look at the written word and look at how you can open your mind. Um, if you keep this, I get a feeling that there's something for many Cancerians at the moment kind of like 
gnawing at them or bugging them inside and they're feeling a bit restless and uh, you know maybe there's a bit of grief over 2020 not being how it was don't let 2021 be that that fact that you're feeling a little bit uneasy um, and that you're ignoring or putting off that aspect of your development is going to keep causing some problems and, and the fact that Raziel has come in is some reinforcement that there isn't your mind requires a bit more abundance, a bit more knowledge, a bit more wisdom. You need to dive into some study or research. Maybe you're thinking about going back to university. And if that's the case, then Raziel would say yes, definitely, kind of thing. Now, Raziel um, is, when Raziel's around, he's definitely there to help you um, to learn as much as you need. If you want to draw him in, he works really well with crystals such as Labradorite, Star Sapphires, Stitchdite, Tanzanora Quartz and Yellow Sapphires. Any of them would be really great for you to work with. If you really want to do a bit of a meditation with him, you can sit in a triangle of candles. Now you get one candle that's yellow and that represents intelligence. You get one that's either orange or gold, which represents wisdom, and another one that's violet and it's transformation. And basically sit amongst them and just say, give me some guidance. What do I need to learn? What do I need to open my mind to? And that type of thing as well. When Raziel's around, you may see rainbow flashes of light. You may feel a bit of a dragon energy. Or when black cockatoos fly overhead, that can often be a sign of Raziel's presence, especially with that beautiful call that they'll make just before the rain. Even storm clouds coming over is a sign that Raziel is around you as well. I love with the angels to make different essential oil blends. My Raziel blend is a combination of black spruce, sandalwood, and spearmint. Black spruce helps us understand the sacred geometry and the science and the mass of the world. Sandalwood helps us to connect with the world and spearmint helps us just to drop into those more subtle energies and those wiser things that maybe the mainstream misses some of the time as well. So work out your proportions of them. You can pop that in a diffuser, you can aromatically dress, make a roller of that. Um, and those are really nice ways to work with Raziel. So that, my friends, was for Cancerians. And then we move on to Leos. And Leos, you also got an angel. You got Zadkiel. Now, Zadkiel actually has a strong connection to that violet flame that we're talking about with Geminis as well. So very much about that transformational energy. Now, for you, Leo, normally when we think of Zadkiel, or Zadkiel is talked about in different texts or different websites, they talk about him being the angel of forgiveness and, you know, allowing, you know, benevolence and all those types of very humble, modest things about letting other people go. And at this point in time, you know, the greatest lesson of Zadkiel I don't find is actually about forgiving other people. It's very much about forgiving yourself. And so Zadkiel comes up to teach you one of the greatest lessons that you can learn. And I want you to ask yourself, Leo, what do you not love about yourself? And once you can answer that question, I invite you to look a little bit deeper. And what would it mean to love that aspect of yourself? How can you start showing that aspect some love today? You don't grow. You see, this is what Zadkiel teaches us, Leo and everyone. We don't grow by learning or we don't grow by loving the aspects of ourselves we already love about ourselves. You know, if I feel that I'm good at podcasting and I do a good podcast, I go, yeah, well done, Adam. But that, that, that's easy to do. It's learning to love yourself when you stuff things up, when you're not that good. Those bits that we keep hidden from the world because we're ashamed of those aspects of ourselves. But the key part of that last sentence is the aspects of ourselves. And learning to love them in some way, that doesn't mean you become a raging, screaming, aggressive drama queen or something like that. 
It's just appreciating and honouring those aspects of yourself and knowing when to use those aspects of yourself. Knowing when to get in touch with your emotions instead of, you know, if you're worried about becoming overly dramatic emotionally, you might repress your emotions to the point where you become unemotional. How can I love every aspect of myself? And how can I show that some mercy and some forgiveness? Love your mistakes, love your flaws, love your weaknesses, and love your misgivings. Leo, remember, Leos love to be in the spotlight. They love to be the center of attention. And this is an important position when you are in the center of the room, when you are in the spotlight, when all the eyes are on you. Because you need to be able to show that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay that we don't all have to be perfect, that we don't have to always be happy, and that we don't have to portray to the world this life of perfection. And Zadkiel really wants you to kind of give yourself a break right now in that type of way. You know, as as you can be more human, you'll start to see those faults in other people. If you are a bit of a fault finder in other people, Zadkiel will help you to find them in yourself as well and realize, hey, we're, we're all, you know, imperfect. We're all perfect in our imperfections in that type of way. So now for you is the time to work with Zadkiel, Leo, and to rebirth how you treat yourself and others, as well as an understanding and experience of the new perspective of love and just embracing who people are for who they are in that type of way. So get into the habit of daily affirmations to boost your self-love about the aspects of yourself that maybe in the past you've beaten yourself up about. Um, remember that Zed kills around you whenever you feel um, violet around you or rats turn up. Um, and also Zedkiel does tend to hang around, is very dominant on a Thursday as well, it's a power day. Crystal-wise, the Sugi light that we referred to before would also be great for the Leos right now, as well as the Geminis. Purple Chalcedony, Purple Vesuvianite, Violet Aura Quartz, Violet Beryl, or Violet Flame Opal. are all different crystals that would be really good for you to work with Leo. Any of them will be fine. Um, if you don't have any of them, any violet or purple crystal will be fine. My Zedkiel Essential Oil Blend is a blend of frankincense, lavender, and spikenard. Frankincense is about cleansing out the old and what doesn't serve us and bringing in the new and honoring the new and honoring everything. Lavender is about just relaxing and letting go and spikenard coming up again. Spikenard is a great one for honoring the magic within you. Virgo, you ended up getting a card from my new Magic of Essential Oils deck. You got Bergamo. So a very simple focus for you right now. When Bergamo comes up, the first thing I want to talk to anyone about, but in this point for Virgo, self-esteem, self-worth. Where are you not honoring yourself at the moment? You know, Virgos, you are ruled by Mercury, which means that you can often be very much in the head and thinking and sometimes overthinking to the level of anxiety or worry and that type of thing. And I just want you to realize that everyone has value. And I think at this point in time, you've forgotten your value a little bit. And bergamot comes in. It's a beautiful, relaxing oil. It's, you know, when I think of bergamot, I just think of that sound. Ah, it's all fine. It doesn't matter. It's got that real just chillax kind of thing. So I just want you to work with bergamot. If you're having problems sleeping, bergamot is great to diffuse at night. Um, it has a joyous energy, but it's also high in linalol which we find in lavender, which allows lavender to be so relaxing. So bergamot is actually a really great one to diffuse at night to help you get a good night's sleep and to have that happy joy injection throughout the night as well. So if you are finding yourself worrying at night, this is great. 
Virgo, for you, look at where you are of value. Remember that you deserve abundance. You deserve joy. And if you're not receiving that right now, you're the one blocking that because you're not believing that. Now, if you're not believing that, my next question to you is why? Where have you written a script or what story are you running that you've adopted from someone else or just written yourself of why you don't deserve good things? Now, Bergamo is associated with financial abundance, but it's also associated with all forms of abundance. So where at the moment, Virgo, are you feeling a lack of abundance? Are you feeling a lack of abundance in money, in time, in affection, in love, in attention, in health? And then why? And I don't want here you to play the, um, play the blame game and start pointing, oh, well, I'm obviously not getting enough love because my partner's being difficult. Or, you know, I'm not feeling the abundance of money because I can't get a pay rise at work. That hands over your power. And Bergamo reminds you that you are the generator of your own life. That you have the power to turn anything around. Whether it be, you may not be able to change it around immediately, today, but you can always make changes. If you're not getting paid enough, look for another job. Study more. Do what you need to do to upskill and upqualify to be able to earn more to be more worth to the world. If you're not getting enough love, talk to the people in your life that you feel you'd like love from, or as we've talked about before, release that expectation and go looking for where you will find love and what that love is. And especially love yourself first, because if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love anyone else? RuPaul the Drag Queen says that, so I saw that off RuPaul, sorry. Um, but, you know, Bergamo really wants you to, to shine bright, to enjoy it more. So, any stress, any anxiety that you're feeling at the moment, just chill out, just relax a lot more. Work with Bergamo, bring that in. The crystal that resonates with Bergamo is citrine. Citrine is sunshine in a stone. Bring back that joy, find that happiness. The animal that works really well with Bergamo is hummingbird. Hummingbird is the lightest bird in the world, but it is also the only bird that can fly stationary. It can also the only bird that can fly directly up, down, or backwards. Because when we lighten up, when we lighten up, we can do the impossible. So if something is seemingly impossible right now, work with Bergamo, carry a citrine, tune into the energy of Hummingbird, and unlock the answers on how you can do the impossible. Moving on to Libra, and Libra, you've got an animal card, and I think this one came up last new moon as well, maybe not for Librans, but you've got the Lady Beetle, also known as the Ladybird or the Ladybug, that beautiful insect. They come in many different coloration versions, but probably the most famous one that we all know is that beautiful red back to it with the little black dots. Now, over time, Ladybirds have been associated with innocence, childhood, and also especially luck. When a Ladybird lands on you, it's said to be a a blessing. So this is great for you, Libra. At this point in time, Lady Beetle has flown into your life and said, hey, I'm going to give you a dose of good luck right now. Now, the interesting thing about the ladybird is that red is actually a warning sign to other insects and birds, or any kind of predators, that it actually is a bit poisonous. And that's why you'll see bright colored flowers and bright colored animals often a warning going, hey, I'm poisonous. Don't mess with me. And the interesting thing is when they do feel threatened, they'll actually secrete this really kind of poisonous um, secretion that will deter birds or insects or any other predator as well. So how does that translate through to the message for you right now, Libra? And forgive me if you can, sound, if you can hear what sounds like someone running on my ceiling. It was actually a raven 
I think it's a raven. It's either that or a big, um, we've got a racehorse goanna that lives around our house. Either one of the two are doing laps just above me at the moment on my tin roof. So sorry about that. Now, Libra, what does that mean? When we focus on that luck, that joy, that innocence, that pleasure, it helps to raise our vibration. We live in a feeling kind of world. And when we when it feels good, it lifts our vibration. And we notice a heightening in our, in our senses and all these different things. And Ladybird has said, create your own luck. I'm blessing you luck. And if I tell you, you know, remember that our approach to how our life is going has a big impact. If I tell you that you're lucky because Ladybird has, you know, landed on you or come into your attention or come into your sphere for your sign, then you're going to start looking for luck. If I told you that ladybird means curses, guess what? You're going to start looking for curses and that kind of thing. So when ladybird, because she does represent luck, as you lift your vibration, if you start looking for luck, it actually protects you from all those bad things. So this is not to say that bad things are coming your way, but you create your own luck through your own attitude, Libra. So look for the joy, look for the good opportunities, look for the things to be grateful for. You know, one of the greatest practices, but most simple practices you can do every day is just to list things that you're grateful for. It's a beautiful thing to do every morning, and it's a great thing to do every evening. And for you right now, Libra, I want you to really feel that energy of the ladybird, and I want you to feel that blessing of luck, and I want you to focus on luck. I want you to focus on gratitude, because that will raise your vibration, and it will replicate because you'll become a vibrational match to things that are lucky, to things that are good fortune, to things that you want and make you feel good in that type of way. So that would be my focus for the next lunar cycle for you, Libra. Finally, we come to Scorpio. And Scorpio, you have got an essential oil card and you have got orange essential oil. Seems a bit of, bit of recurring themes bouncing between a few different zodiac signs. I did mention orange before when it came to the Aries. Um, and them focusing on what makes them happy. So that's what I'd really encourage you, Scorpio, to do as well, to really find what fulfills you. And that, that swinging scale I was talking about before of going from depression of not having what you have to melancholy of not enjoying what you actually have because it's not what you thought it would be and it's not fulfilling your expectations is something that it could be quite easily for someone with a strong Scorpionic energy to fall into. The great thing about the orange essential oil and the orange fruit, all fruits represent the element of fire and transformation because a fruit nourishes change. It nourishes seeds. It nourishes new ideas. And so really right now, your opportunity is to nourish um, transformation through connecting with your happiness as well. That's what I'd really get you to focus on right now, Scorpio. If things have been going bad for you recently, Scorpio, then this is a great omen. Because wild orange or orange oils often represent a change for the better as well. So look for, look for the brighter side of things. Um, anything that's been hindering you is probably going to start dissolving in the next, you know, in the next 28 days. Um, and it's time to forget about the past and forget about the future. And now just really enjoy the moment. Relish in the moment in this right thing. Um, let go of any fears and obsessions. Orange really helps us again to let go of any of that type of thing as well. Um, and just know that you deserve happiness. Sometimes in the emotional turmoil of life, you may forget that just that, that feeling of joy may be something that you deserve as well. Um, and just look for a bit more. Orange is also associated with that abundance as well. Um, not just financial, but in all areas of life. So Scorpio, it, it seems like a bit of a simple message to wrap up today's podcast with with you and I know that you love to go into the dark depths of that but I you know 
there is also depth in the light, not just in the darkness. So I'd really like you to dive in deeper into the lightness and into the joy and that type of thing. And so working with orange essential oil would be absolutely amazing for you to do that. Um, and then the sunstone and the otter are the ones that kind of resonate with, um, there you go, there's that raven, um, would, would work really well with you as well. So Scorpios and Aries, if there's a Scorpio and Aries couple out there, you've got a, a matching set, orange essential oil, sunstone crystal, get that in the diffuser and you know, you can even make a crystal cauldron by popping a tumbled two, two or three tumbled sunstones in a diffuser. Put some orange essential oil in there and diffuse that around the space. And that's going to emanate a beautiful, joyous, adventurous, playful type of energy. And they just really connect with that otter playful energy as well. So that is uh, another show wrapped up. I hope that's been helpful and guidance for the next four weeks or so for the next 28 days of the lunar cycle of course the new moon is a beautiful time just to sit outside take a moment to pause reflect check in with where you've been going in life check in with what i've said contemplate how that's relevant to you and then kind of redirect the sails to make sure that you are sailing in the direction that you really yearn to go in or that you really desire to be in that's going to be really quite potent in that kind of way if you do nothing else for the new moon i always encourage people to do my new moon cup of tea practice and all that is is going and sitting outside and drinking a cup of tea and just bring you know it, the the great thing i love about a hot cup of tea it's like a healthy cigarette it, it takes a few minutes to drink because it's too hot you can't just drink it and get back inside so in that time just relax enjoy the silence of being outside at night and just contemplate where you're at right now Coming up in the next few weeks on The Blessed Journey, we have a solstice coming up, which is very, very exciting. We're going to be talking about different ways to celebrate that. Then we have the full moon, the final full moon of 2020. I'm also going to be in the next few weeks diving into a few different topics. I've been reading an amazing book on Shinrin-yoku. What? Shinrin-yoku. It's a Japanese term meaning forest bathing. It's just really helped me connect back to nature in different ways. And so I really want to share some of my own experiences from reading this amazing book. I'll let you know about that book um, in, in the episodes to come and what I've taken from that and how I think we can all really deepen our connection with nature more. Also, we're going to be diving in a little bit more to working with Lemurian energy. I know I did a show way back early on about Atlantis and Lemurian energy. I've been getting a lot of questions about Lemuria. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to check in with that energy, especially working with gifts from nature. But apart from that, enjoy the next lunar cycle. Grab your crystals, grab your oils, surround yourself in these beautiful gifts in nature. Allow the angels to whisper their wisdom. And I look forward to joining you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on The Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.